Well, take Maree, for example. Small town in the desert country, 700 kilometres north of Adelaide, 50 metres above sea level, and with an average annual rainfall of just over 150 millimetres, or six inches in the old scale. Though, mind you, with the drought, it's been very rare that the average has been reached. And it's got a history, a great history, from right back when the Arabana Aboriginal people roamed the land. Even today, they've got a community centre there in town. So then, the first explorer to come through was Edward John Eyre. That was in the early 1840s. Then 20 years later, John McDowell Stewart passed by, and he named the place Hergot Springs, after an assistant who discovered some springs there. Now, I don't know, but somewhere along the way, the spelling got changed to Hergot Springs minus an R, because when the Overland Telegraph line come through 10 years or so later and set up a maintenance camp, that's how they spelled it. Hergot Springs then became a busy outpost and, with it being a meeting point of both the Birdsville and Udnadatta tracks, the Afghan cameleers began to use it as a staging post to go north with their camel trains. That's how the train got known as the GAN. So then, by the time the railway reached the camp in the early 1880s, Hergot Springs was declared an official town. That's the way it stayed until just after World War I, when with all the anti-German sentiment and stuff like that, it was renamed Maree. Maree in the local Aboriginal language is supposed to mean place of possums, though no one I know can ever remember seeing too many possums around the place. Anyhow, one of the legends to come out of Maree was Tom Cruise. Tom used to do a mail run from Maree up to Birdsville, You might remember how it was featured in the award-winning 1950s documentary Backer Beyond, which showed Tom in his old truck, a Leyland Badger, going through hell, high water, sand dunes and a number of breakdowns along his trek up to Birdsville. But then, when the railway shut down in the early 80s, it was just about curtains for Maori. These days, it's a pretty lonely and isolated sort of place, with a few old corrugated iron houses here and there, and wide streets that seem to disappear off into nowhere. Someone even wrote a poem about Maori, which, if I can remember, goes along the lines of a corrugated iron town in the corrugated iron air, where the shimmering heat waves glare out onto the red-hot iron plain and the steel mirage beyond. So Maori's fallen somewhat into decline, so much so that these days Lyle and Shirley Oldfield just about own everything in town, apart from the beautiful old two-storey pub, and Lyle even used to own that. In actual fact, I was only talking to him a while back, and he said, Burgie, do you remember where you were this day back in the early 80s? I said, no. He said, it's the anniversary of my wedding. Oh, how could I forget, Lyle, I said, because, see, Lyle had the Maree pub back then and I was living down in Lindhurst. Anyhow, I'd been invited up to the wedding, so I went up to Maree and, oh, we had a very big night in the pub the night before, a raucous night that went on into the early hours. And so the next day everyone's pretty hungover and they're getting ready for this big wedding and Lyle's nowhere to be seen. No one could find him. He's disappeared. So I went out the back and there's Lyle and his bloody tails, like in his wedding outfit, fixing this busted bloody poly pipe that fed water to the pub. 
It's a mess. I says, Lyle, what's up? He says, well, I can't leave the pub with no bloody water. Jeez, I said, you can't be late for your own wedding, mate, so how about you piss off and get married and I'll fix the pipe up? He said, are you sure? Just leave it to me, mate. I'll fix the pipe. You go and get married. Jeez, I feel bad about that, Lyle said. Well, don't. I said, just piss off. You'd better not keep the bride waiting. Anyhow, off he went, and by the time I got the pipe fixed, I'm running late. So I go and clean up and get dressed, and when I turn up for the wedding, there's Lyle, but there's no Shirley. Shirley's gone missing. Now, as it turned out, they decided to go all out for the big occasion and have Shirley arrive in a horse and sulky. The only trouble was that when the horse came to the old Gann Railway crossing, it thought that it was water, so it decided not to cross this water. So Shirley's stranded in the buggy and not wanting to get a dress and all that dirty, the wedding party and what have you, well, they got out to try and get this horse across the railway line.